The Cubs need to clean it up. We explain why and more next. You are Locked On Cubs, your daily Chicago Cubs podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Cubs, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Alongside Sam Olber, I'm Matt Cozy. As the old intro returns, please support the show by following on your preferred audio platform, and you can watch, subscribe, and leave a comment on YouTube. Thanks so much for making us your first listen. Sam and I are lifelong fans, taking our passion into a discussion with you on all things Cubs. Ah, the old intro does feel pretty good. I am solo today. Sam will be back for Monday's episode. And next week, we'll go back to what is our new regular schedule with Sam solo on Mondays and Fridays. And him and I together Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays. Today's Friday episode is presented by FanDuel. Make every moment more with FanDuel. Right now, new customers can get $5.00. And can bet $5 and get 200 in bonus bets guaranteed. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to get started. Well, a lot to talk about today. Cubs certainly need to clean it up after losing two out of three to the Rockies over the last few days. We're going to uh, discuss how the Northsiders need to clean up their bad baseball right now while previewing Cubs Diamondbacks this weekend. Also look into the lineup and maybe who needs to return, especially at the top of the order and how that trickles down uh, throughout that starting nine. So we'll take a look at a projected lineup and the Cubs return to Sunday night baseball this weekend. So we'll look back at some Sunday night memories on ESPN. The Cubs enter Friday's game at 78 and 69 with 15 games remaining in the 2023 campaign. Cubs are four and a half games back of first place in the NL Central, but firmly in the playoffs right now as the second wild card. They're a game and a half back of the Phillies for the first wild card spot, and two and a half games back of the Diamondbacks, who are in the third spot. Giants, Reds, Marlins are all within one game of the D-backs, if you can keep that all straight. But the point is the Cubs are in a good position right now to get in the playoffs. But so far this week, they have been trying to get in with a fake ID. The Cubs are trying to fake their way into the playoffs right now. And that path is an unfortunate path to take, especially considering how this season unfolded. It's been a memorable season. First for the wrong reasons, and then for all the right ones. What a shame it would be to pull out the fake ID right now. They were 26 and 36 on June 9th. They were 43 and 50 on July 18th. And now they are nine games over 500 with just 15 to play. Don't try to fake your way in now. Now's not the time to fake it. Drop fly balls, base running mistakes, 
not driving in enough runs when the opportunity is there. And that's just to name a few things from this past week. There was a, a laundry list of things from the Rocky series. Sure, the climate, the ballpark, it's only a three-game stretch. I don't disagree. But they need to clean it up. Don't expect to get in the playoffs playing this sloppy. And, of course, they have an opportunity to write that ship starting Friday. But this fake ID is not going to work these final 15 games. Use the real ID. Clean it up. Do the real work. Because if the Cubs show up to the bar right now, there are some questions. Hmm. Height, weight, date of birth, hometown. What happened? Okay, two and five over your, over your last seven. I understand the Diamondbacks are a good team. I understand Gallon and Kelly, who you're going to miss this week. Okay, those were tough matchups. But 12 games over a 27-inning stretch at Coors, that was unexpected. That was surprising. So these questions that we're looking down at, It is time to clear up these questions. And you can do that beginning Friday against the Diamondbacks. That's the beauty of baseball. Uh, Convenient off day, you know, off day at the right time. That's that really is a unique thing about this last 15 game stretch is including Thursday. They have three off days. Uh, They have off day the last two Mondays of the season as well. Um. And and two out of three this weekend against the team that's directly behind you, and you do feel really good. One out of three, I think that feeling is to be determined. Let's see maybe what the other teams do around them. What are the Giants doing? What are the Reds, the Marlins? Even still looking up at the Phillies. You know, if if, if the division is out of reach, it would still be nice to get a playoff game at home right off the bat. You could do that by surpassing the Phillies for that first wild card set of three games. But if you don't win any games this weekend, there's plenty of concern. You you could hand out the concern left or right. Two out of three, you feel really good. The brooms would be amazing. Okay, if we could get out the cleaning supplies... At, at 9 p.m. Central or so after that Sunday night game to cap off the weekend, oh, my gosh. Then the Rocky series is a distant memory. But two out of three is the goal. One out of three, you're taking some inventory. Zero out of three, that's a, another tone change in which there has been a lot this year. Uh, the Diamondbacks... Again, the team directly behind you, on paper, the pitching matchups are are very favorable. I don't know how else to put that. Is the game played on paper? No. See Rockies games the last three, three days. Even the game the Cubs won, they lost the lead at one point, late in the game. They won, they lost, they won. And then they lose two games in a row. But the pitching matchups are just what you want 
Zach Gallen and Merrill Kelly already pitched for AZ this week against the Mets. They're out. The Cubs have Justin Steele, Kyle Hendricks, and Jordan Wicks, and they're going up against Brandon Fatt, Zach Davies, and Ryan Nelson, respectively. And Steele, Hendricks, and Wicks is likely the rotation right now if given a postseason series. You play the Phillies in Philly, early October, wildcard series. It should be, as of right now, Steele, Hendricks, and Wicks. That's what it should be. You feel confident with any of those three on the mound. So just before the game starts, you feel good. And that's huge. So let's flip through the wallet and stop with this fake crap. Okay? Let's get out our real IDs and get in the playoffs the right way. You can do that beginning Friday night. You can do that again Saturday. You can do that in front of a national audience on Sunday. We talked about the pitching. Let's go over positionally, including a projected lineup that I would roll out uh, starting again on Friday. And we will do that coming up next. Today's episode is presented by Jace Medical. Everyone should be empowered to care for themselves and their loved ones during the unexpected. That's why Jace Medical offers the Jace case. The Jace case offers five life-saving antibiotics for emergency use and gives you a peace of mind so that you are not just hoping that you have access to medication in an emergency. Jace Medical makes sure you have the medication in hand, and it's simple. They handle everything from the online eval to licensed pharmacy medication delivery and ongoing consultation and care. So don't get caught unprepared and do the right thing with Jace Medical. Save more than $360 by getting these life-saving antibiotics with Jace Medical, plus an additional $20 off by using code LOCKEDON at checkout. That's Jace Medical, J-A-S-E medical.com, promo code Locked on. The Cubs play the Diamondbacks at 8.40 p.m. Central Friday, and you can listen to every pitch with the Cubs' hometown broadcast on SiriusXM. On the SXM app, search Cubs, or tune into Channel 844 and catch the Cubs all season long on SiriusXM. Last week, manager David Ross said the Cubs' plan was to play the guys who got us here. Uh, at the time, this was in response to a question about Alexander Canario. And I have to say, with 15 games left, with three games in the immediate future against the team directly behind you, I agree with David Ross. And I hope he sticks to his own quote. It is time to play the guys who got you here especially Friday night, to kick off the series and set, set the tone. I understand that the bullpen is still in flux. I understand Advert Alzali is out, and they're doing this relief pitcher merry-go-round. But the starting lineup needs to be how the Cubs got where they are. It is mid-September. 
Pete Crow Armstrong seemed like a good idea. And he started the last two games. And it was nice that the Cubs took that chance. I thought that was appropriate given the series, given the opponent, given the ballpark. Possibly inject some energy into the clubhouse, into the team. But is that what this team needs right now? They really have, and they've been fortunate, knock on the nearest wood, to be healthy and stable positionally, aside from a couple detours here and there. But PCA shouldn't start this weekend. He does look overmatched. I have been the leader of the charge of, hey, try this, try that. It's not the time to do that. The calendar says you can't do that. September 15th, you're going to try to put your top prospect in center. Bat him ninth. I don't think so. PCA still has good value on this team and hopefully good postseason value. He should get a, a spot on the 26. He can pinch run. He's an 80 grade defensively. He should play center in innings seven, eight, and nine every game. But innings one through six, it seems unnecessary. Here is the lineup I would write up, and I don't think I'm picking on PCA, but when you see my lineup, you're going to understand why the discussion is centered on him, at least for now. Mike Talkman has been scuffling. But put him back in center, put him back at leadoff, and make some other adjustments the rest of the the rest of the way in that order. I would go Talkman in center, Horner at second, Bellinger at first, Suzuki in right, Happ in left, Swanson at short, Gomes behind the dish, Morel DH, and Madrigal at third. Remember, Jamer Candelario not eligible to return until September 22nd. But let's see what this lineup does. These are the everydayers. We have everydayers here on this show. And this has been the most common starters at all those spots this year. Play the most common starters. There is only 15 games left. You want to change up some things in the late innings? You want a pinch hitter here or there? Amaya catching for Gomes. Amaya catching uh, instead of Gomes and catching for Hendricks, excuse me. That's good. I see paths to that. But this should be the lineup. And, you know, you do have a couple full-time changes here that we have seen recently, although they have been against lefties. Uh, Brandon Fatt, the righty, is throwing on Friday. So I think it's time, though, to make a couple of these full-time changes with Bellinger hitting third, Suzuki cleanup and Hap fifth. So Swanson would, 
would slide down to sixth in this scenario. I like this lineup. I think you got to roll that out at least Friday. You you face three righty starters, so that could be the lineup all weekend. Um, but but I think that is best uh, for the team right now. And I'm curious to see how the reliever merry-go-round goes. You know, Marcus Stroman is, you can make the case, he's he's needed in the bullpen. That, yeah, you want to boost your team any chance you get with talent, and you hope that he can come back. But the way Steele, Hendricks, and Wicks are going, Stroman in the bullpen seems like the best route just based on need. They're trying to find something out there. Yeah, you still like Lighter and Merriweather. I don't think they've necessarily done anything uh, to to lessen the trust in them. I mean, Lighter's splitter has been up and down, but Merriweather's been been rock solid. But who's the third person? Boxberger just came back. Palencia can't throw strikes consistently. Smiley's a converted starter. Who else is even out there? The Alzali absence is a big absence right now. And I'm really curious to see what they do with the bullpen. And I'm really curious to see what would happen if Stroman would to be uh, in that conversation. Uh, Falmer just came back from the IL. Uh, you got Luke Big Little. Okay, Luke Little. He's very unlike his name. Like what you've seen out of him. But but he's been in the majors for a week. And was Nesky out there too, up and down. So, Merriweather, Lighter, and who else is in the circle of trust? Quas was for a little bit. But a lot to be determined, and uh, I think you could provide some stability at least with who you run out there positionally to open a game and then see what happens as the game uh, moves along. Coming up next, we revisit some Sunday night baseball memories. Stay tuned. Today's episode is also presented by FanDuel. Get ready for the NFL season with incredible offers from FanDuel. America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers can bet $5 and get 200 in bonus bets guaranteed. Plus, all customers who bet $5 will get $100 off NFL Sunday ticket from YouTube and YouTube TV. Now is the best time to join FanDuel. The app is easy to use, and you can bet on everything from spreads to player props and more. The Bears are at the Bucks this Sunday with the Bears currently three-point underdogs. And the over-under for that ball game at 41 and a half. Visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn and kick off the NFL season with an offer you don't want to miss. FanDuel, the official partner of the Lockdown Podcast Network and the NFL. The Cubs this Sunday making their first and only appearance on Sunday Night Baseball. 6.10 p.m. Central first pitch on ESPN. And good recent memories of the Cubs on Sunday Night Baseball. The Jake Arrieta no-hitter, David Bodie walk-off homer, John Lester walk-off bunt, and and plenty of of more. And uh, Sunday Night Baseball was a staple for me growing up. 
you know, fond memories, really, of John Miller and Joe Morgan. And uh, even Dan Shulman after that was a, a good bridge to what they have now. Um, but good for, for some national exposure. And, and hopefully the Cubs can put on a nice performance and uh, show well this time around and uh, win the series that night or maybe even sweep the Diamondbacks uh, in front of a national stage. Thank you so much for checking out this edition of Locked On Cubs. Be sure to hit subscribe on YouTube and smash the like button for the algorithm as the old outro comes back as well. Also catch us on Apple, Spotify, and streaming on SiriusXM. I'm Matt Cozy, and this has been another edition of Locked On Cubs.